Today, we're creating a new segment of what feminism means to Penlaw. In this segment, we explore invisible nuances that go under-examined. So what are mine? My name is Victoria Ochoa. I come from the U.S.-Mexico border in Texas, and I'm a fourth-generation Mexican-American. And here at Penn Law, and in my lived experiences, I've learned how my nuances relate to others both within the Latino community and within the much broader tapestry of diversity here in the United States. Um, so my story, I guess, begins 100 years ago, or a little over 100 years ago, when my great-grandparents uh, fled Mexico during the Mexican Revolution during a much larger period of migration. They settled along the U.S.-Mexico border in what is now known as the Rio Grande Valley. On my parents' side, on my dad's side, excuse me, my great-grandfather started a very successful business known as H&H Meats and was one of the larger employers in the region. My grandmother, his daughter, eventually opened up an electronics store in downtown McAllen with my grandfather. And my dad was the first to go to college in his family and eventually earned a PhD and became an academic. Currently, there are, I would say about less than 200,000 US born Latinos who hold PhDs. And my dad is one of them, which has led to a very unique experience as a Latina growing up on college campuses, exploring university libraries, exploring all the resources that university, the university setting has for a very curious and precocious daughter. Um, but I'd be remiss if I did not mention my mother's side, which is a completely different story. My, on my mom's side, my, when her family came over, um, they were migrant farm workers, and my grandparents met in a Texas cotton field. Um, my mother remembers going to the Pacific Northwest while my grandfather would work in the fields uh, and would come back. She was also the first to go to college and her family and eventually got her master's education, her master's degree. Both my parents have always valued education. Um, and so if I wasn't at a university setting with my dad, I was staying after school with my mother as she put in extra hours as most teachers do to support special education teachers, uh, special education children, special needs children. Um, and both of them had a particular focus on diverse populations. So nuance has always been a part of my life. Nuance is what my parents have dedicated their careers too and making sure that that nuance and all of that diversity has the same opportunity in the educational setting. So where does that put me? For the longest time it put me at the intersection of a lot of experiences and at 25 it's something I'm still digging into. Um, I'm currently at Penn Law and in my in my essay to Penn Law, I said I wanted to sue the state of Texas, and I still think I want to do that uh, because, unfortunately, in states like Texas, nuance and diversity is not upheld as it, it should be, and that's reflected in legislative policies in my state and in other states, most definitely. Um, I'm interested in impact litigation 
And I'm interested in that because of the diversity and nuance that exist in the border community that I grew up in. Currently, the president is going to build a border wall in my community with very little input from local community members and, um, quite frankly, against um, the wishes of a lot of people back home. Um, And that nuance, that story has been lost in this national media narrative um, on the border. It's incredibly frustrating for time and time again to be told by your government, which usually doesn't look like you, that something is in your best interest when it is not. Um, And so that's why I think celebrating nuance, celebrating diversity, both within communities and outside of it is so important. Um, And on that note, I am just one voice of many within the Latino community. um, And I hope to uplift people who've had different experiences, both within my community and outside.